Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of That's Entertaining. I almost forgot about which one this was for a second. It's been a while since we've recorded, especially in this format. We are recording like we used to so long ago, like in the same room. Obviously, I'm with Alex. Alex, how, how are you? I'm good. How, how are you? I think that's the question, right? <laughs> Dude, I am so scatterbrained right now today. It's just... We've been working hard lately, right? I, I went to bed last night, like as soon as I got home from uh, from a meeting in the evening. And I just woke up this morning. I was still tired. Yesterday, I was so tired. For those that don't know, I was uh, doing a work trip over in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Shout out to our Minnesota listeners. If there are any, let me know. <laughs> But, uh, but man, it was like between Thursday and Tuesday, at least 50 hours, you know, average about 13, 14 hours a day. It's too many. Ugh, it was... Could have been spent watching movies. I did watch two movies while I was out, though. Really? Because I only, I mean, you kind of just got to get away somehow. Yep. But, uh, I did watch, when I was out there, I watched Kong again, which we'll be discussing Kong today. And I watched Power Rangers. Oh boy! And um, your your comment, oh boy, is probably about right for that. Yeah, but that, okay, that's so, what I've heard. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not a terrible movie. I'll just say that it's okay. not terrible. I've seen worse. It's been compared to the remake of Fantastic <laughs> Four. Is that accurate? <laughs> it's not that bad. Okay, not that bad. I was gonna say that that was pretty bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, but uh, it was okay. It was. What do you expect? It was Power Rangers. It was on the, the level of the TV show. Yeah. If, if, if that makes sense, right? For kids. Don't, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't expect, like, earth-shattering, life-changing, you know, Christopher Nolan. I was Brian Nolan. Cranston. Brian Cranston was but the best I'm, part. Okay. So, the best, best parts of the movie were Brian Cranston as Zordon. The hole in the wall guy, you know. And uh, Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa. Mm, I'll get to her in a second. I heard she went overboard. She went overboard. <laughs> and uh, Bill Hader as Alpha Five. Oh, uh, okay. That's that awesome. was pretty funny. Those were the two like shining moments. But then there was um, Rita Repulsa played by Elizabeth Banks. Man, was she hamming it up. Yeah, that's Woo. what I heard. Woo. Just trying too hard, or just you? I mean, did you buy that she was just really into her character? I bought that she was emulating the Rita from the '90s. Oh wow, that's that's over the top. I mean, that's how it was yeah. back then. So it was true to form. It was yeah. true to that character. I guess if that's how you're looking at it, I guess. See, Marvel's kind of set the standard with these superhero movies. Yeah, I don't even know how to call it a superhero movie, or you know, yeah, whatever you want to label it as. Marvel's kind of set the standard for it. I think, just my opinion, right? And I think people, the audience, are is wanting a more adult, darker, realistic tone. To these stories. Well, it was darker. Okay, let let me rephrase. Not the audience, me. Oh. I I, I mean, I love Power Rangers. I grew up on Power Rangers. It was Mm -hmm. one of my favorite shows as a kid. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see another show try to copy that now. Mm -hmm. I want to see a new take on it that's more adult. You know what I mean? Just it, it utilizes modern technology and storytelling to tell the story in a completely different way, but Mm -hmm. that's can resonate with adults and children alike, Mm -hmm. like the other superhero movies do. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, you look at Marvel movies, and they, they have it down, right? They can get kids, adults, whatever. They're all happy everybody. for Everybody, yep. DC's not quite figured out their formula yet to make everybody happy. No, because they cater too much. Not, I mean, and a lot of people might disagree with me, but they cater more to the comic book um, 
way to shoot movies with these, you know. Well, it's Zack Snyder. That's his Which I like. Style. I, I don't mind it at all, but I know that that's a turnoff for a lot of other people. Yeah. But, I mean, with this one, with Power Rangers, it was just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't recommend seeing it in the theater. I'm not going to now. <laughs> Wait for Netflix or yeah, Redbox sure. or something like that. Just yep. see it for a couple bucks. But, um, but yeah. So, th- obviously, that this episode is about Kong. Not about yes. Power Rangers, which we'll talk about that in a second. But before we do, uh, it's been a long time. It has been a long time. Have you been entertained by anything I'm interesting? I'm trying to think. I'm trying Winnie. to think. I'm, I'm sure there are lots of things that I've seen uh, over the last time that we talked. And just every time you ask me, I just it, it always sounds to the viewers that I do absolutely nothing. <laughs> no. um, but, I mean, obviously work has been uh, pretty crazy lately. But... Um, I know that my wife and I recently finished the uh, last latest season of American Horror Story, Roanoke, my Roanoke Nightmare. It was really good. Is um, that based on Roanoke, Illinois? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> um, it was really good. It was, um, I love the way that Ryan Murphy tells his stories. Ryan Murphy. Yeah. It's just, it's just so different. And it, it's sometimes in a good way, sometimes in a weird way. But, I mean, you just can't deny that... He's trying to do something different. And uh, for the majority of the seasons and episodes, from what I've seen, it works. And it's just you don't see that in other TV shows. So, I don't know. We, we're really high on American Horror Story. Um, the next season should be coming out in the fall. And I think they said that, that had it's going to have something to do with the presidential election. <laughs> so... I think it's going to replay the whole presidential election. I don't, I don't know. That was a horror story in itself. But, I mean, I know that it's going to start there. And so it should just be interesting. It gets people talking. And I don't know if you watched any of that O.J. Simpson. Not yet. I haven't. I want that to. That American Crime Story. That's actually on Netflix right now. So what that might it? be a good watch. Um, I've only seen the first couple episodes. But from what I've seen, they've done a really good job on that, too. It's just shows like that. I don't know. I just enjoy it. They just they get people talking. And like I said, they're different. Mm-hmm. Uh, not your everyday show. Different works. Different works. Yeah. I don't know where have I heard that before. <laughs> um, but other than that, I don't know. I haven't really just been watching. Re- I, I bought a copy of Guardians of the Galaxy they had on sale. You, you didn't have that? No, uh, I didn't own it. You um, getting hyped? Digitally. Yeah, I'm getting hyped. I'm definitely <laughs> getting hyped. I know our local theater is doing a, uh, a double feature. Really? Uh, the, the one out here, the the new, the new AMC? AMC out here, yep. <laughs> yeah, we, we've upgraded to AMC out here. <laughs> But, yeah, they're doing a double feature. I'm sure a lot of other AMC theaters are doing it. It starts at 4.30, and they'll play Guardians of the Galaxy and then go right into Volume 2 at 7 o'clock. So. That could be fun because I've always liked Guardians. It's, it's a great movie to watch. I just can't get enough of it for some reason. I just want to keep watching it over and over again. I love the casting, um, the way they interact. Chris Pratt's obviously hilarious. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess it's just things like that. Uh, you know, I'll watch Doctor Strange again. I bought a copy of that. Um, Rogue One's on digital Rogue now. Rogue One, got but it's that. physical yep. next week. Yeah, I bought a, um, I bought a digital copy because I got it for 15 bucks. I thought it was a pretty good deal. And I, I, just, I just couldn't wait. I couldn't wait another week. They had ex- a digital exclusive on uh, Vudu, I think it was. Um, like a exclusive content or what? Exclusive that the digital copy was able to be purchased and viewed now, even though the physical doesn't come until April 4th, I believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 4th. So, um, yeah, I just couldn't wait. I had to have it, and I watched it. I've watched it, I think, almost three times. Um, I definitely two. And I was in and out of the third So <laughs> It's so good. So is it better now that you've watched it more times at home, or how do you feel about it now? Um, I don't know. It's I wouldn't say that it's better. It's what I remembered it 
and it's Star Wars, so mm -hmm. obviously I'm excited about it. I did a lot of freeze frames uh, towards the end, especially on the Vader part. Um, just some of the shots were awesome, and like slow, like you said, yeah, motion. I really wanted to see what exactly he did to decimate all those people. <laughs> so I, th I think I told you when it comes out on, on Blu-ray or whatever, I'm just going to skip to Scarif and yeah. go from there. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Because, I mean, honestly to me, from Scarif on... That's what I would want to watch for, for that kind of a movie. The rest of it, I didn't, I just, and this is from watching it, what is it, two or three times I saw it in the theater, mm -hmm. and I just didn't care about the characters. Um, I really didn't. Like, Jin, I thought was okay, but even, she was kind of not really that, that big of a character to me, but yeah. then Caden, the, the captain guy, Cassian, not, yeah. I didn't like him at all. No, because he was kind of, he's kind of wishy-washy with, like... I don't know. Were, were we supposed to think of him as being good or, or trying to do the right thing or like being soldier as a, a soldier? Bad, yeah, he's just. I don't know. I didn't. And I think um, while what's her name, the actress that played uh, Jin, she could. I mean, she like when she was trying to be like motivational and like speaking like at the council and like on the on the ship to like you know ramp the troops. She talks out the side of her mouth. Like yeah, that. I, I I didn't really feel it from her. Like the it. She sounded a lot better in the trailer and, until you heard Well, the they cut thing. that line out, that famous I Rebel line. I mean, they, yeah. they made shirts and everything from that line. They yep. cut it out of the movie. I know. Yep. So, I mean, it's Star Wars. It's good. Like you said, from Scarif on, brilliant. That's like classic behind enemy lines, rebel mm -hmm. scavenger, Star Wars, you know, old school brilliance that we want. Uh -huh. um, I think my least favorite part of the whole movie is Saw. <laughs> Lies! <laughs> I, I hate that character so much. He's worse than Jar Jar to me. I just can't stand him. What was his purpose? I don't get it. He had no purpose, honestly. He had no purpose. Yeah. He was just kind of... Yeah, yeah, I won't go into it. But, yeah, that was my only thing. Otherwise, again, it's Star Wars. I'm always hyped for it, so... Yeah, good to hear. Yeah. So, as far as me, as uh, entertainment stuff, I uh, started Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah? How was that? Uh, well, I'm only, like, ten hours in at this point. I haven't had... Being gone all weekend kind of... Came into my gaming time. You got that slim console. You don't take it with you on those trips. <laughs> I don't. You know, I could have, but I have the Switch now. Oh yeah. See, sitting over yeah. there. Nice. Um, oh, you got a case for it and everything. Yeah, the the case is the one that came with the Zelda Special Edition. Nice. So I was just like, yeah, I'll put it in there. Why not? Yeah. But uh, so my Switch is my my travel console because mm -hmm. it's perfect for that. It's yeah. Super perfect. And Zelda is amazing for that. I wish Xbox had a travel console. It's called Windows 10. No, I want I want something like a handheld thing with a with a real controller. I don't want to have to carry all these different parts. <laughs> or the laptop. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, just get a nice laptop and I there know, you I'm go. I'm old school. I like Game Boys and stuff like that that format. If you're like that, then yeah. the Switch might be for you. I mean, yeah, it if probably you... is. I just I have to wait until I get more hype about more than one title. Oh, but Zelda's all you need right now. It's so I, and, I, and I did buy it for Wii U, so I do have it there. And oh, I, you, yeah, you've been playing that. What I do you have been so far? It, yeah. You're probably farther than me, but what do you think? Yeah, I like it a lot. I think it's it's really well done. I like the the way that the controls are. I like the new things that you can do. Um, the story so far has been pretty good. It's it's getting a little stale for me because it's it's a lot of just open. It's like go to this shrine, then this shrine, then this shrine. Then it, I I don't know. I but I like the fact the that it's open world. I, yeah, and I like the fact that it's open world. However, it's still a Zelda. Uh, I still want that backstory. I still want that. I, I still want to be led just a tiny bit mm -hmm. more through the story. Um, but I haven't gotten very far, so I'm not gonna pass judgment. It's 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 really good from what I played. Good. I've only gotten off the plateau and done a, like one 
tower outside of the plateau is all I've done. You got to get your paraglider, man. I did. Oh, you did. So I got off the nice. plateau. Nice. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I think I did one of those towers that I wasn't supposed to do yet. Oh, okay. Because I was getting like shot by guardians like left and right. <laughs> it took me like 20 deaths to get up to the top of the thing, but I was determined. <laughs> I was on the plane back. I was playing on this thing. I was like, I'm getting up this tower. <laughs> I was <laughs> just getting out there. Anyway, it's awesome. But so, yeah, I played it on the, the the flight out, and I played it on the flight back. And the battery life lasted how long? Uh, so, I've heard six thing. hours. Is that true to form? or Probably, but here's my problem with it. Is I don't like how when you, like, press the, the power button, it just goes, like, to sleep mode. It stays okay. on. And you hold the power button down. Like, for me, it's just, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just doing it wrong. But you hold the power button down, and I never get the option to just shut off. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get it, sometimes I don't, and I just want to always shut off because you know me, I'm a tech guy. I want to reboot yeah. all the time, exactly. and you don't want to drain your battery too exactly. if it's sleeping. So I'm like, I, I just want to figure out how to, to properly turn this thing off. But I did buy a power brick, like a okay. a nice uh, rechargeable portable battery. Sure. So I plugged it in because it was down to twelve percent because of that whole leaving it on the entire time. Yep. Uh, on the flight back, played it, plugged it in, and was playing it on the way back. No problems. It charged a few percent, but uh, was able to play it without an issue. Gotcha. So, but yeah, Zelda's great. Mass Effect is great. Uh, from what I've seen so far, again, only like ten hours in on that, but I'm looking forward to playing more of it. I've been playing the mobile app where you like send your troops out to go do stuff. Oh, that's cool. Um, so that's pretty fun. Um, from the entertainment side, as far as videos and stuff go, the only thing I've been watching recently of note. Is I started uh, uh, Iron Fist. Netflix, oh, okay. Yeah. The new Marvel. Yeah, how's that been? It's a slow burn, man. It's like not engaging mm. off the bat. And I just, I don't buy the, the main character as being this martial arts master. Like, and and I'm, that's not a, 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 a slight at the TV show or the direction or anything. Because there's this whole thing about it should be an Asian character being cast as him. Which... In itself is racist because why are Asians the only one that know martial arts? Anyway, so the the whole storyline anyway is this guy, uh, and this is in the comics. This isn't a spoiler for the TV show. Guy is like kind of like Batman, where he's raised somewhere else and trained somewhere else and comes back. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where you pick up on this TV show is that he's trying to figure out how to get back into his life. I heard there were a lot of uh, copycat references to like Arrow. In terms of character or Well, story. It, it's a very similar kind of concept. So Arrow, same kind of thing. Yep. Billionaire dude goes out, crashes somewhere, gets raised by someone who trains him how to fight, and then he comes back. Yep. Same story. Yep. Um, this one, he's just a martial artist who was raised by uh, people in some sort of Buddhist monk warrior temple. Okay. And it was in another dimension, so it kind of ties into Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, it was... Uh, so I'm only episode four at this point. I'll, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Yeah. It'll be fine. And I wouldn't be surprised if we do an episode on it later on when you've watched it too, just to yeah. kind of get your thoughts on it. But definitely, we've done all the Marvel stuff to this point. Why not? Let's, yeah, why stop now? Absolutely. And it's on my radar to watch too. I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I always wait to hear just a tiny bit about it before I invest my time into something. I mean, I don't know. It's it's probably the weakest of all of the Marvel Netflix stuff at this point. Maybe even all the Marvel I mean, stuff. I'm gonna obviously compare it to Daredevil because that was like the that set the bar. And Daredevil was just really good. I mean, yeah. Daredevil, the first one is probably some of my favorite. Luke Cage yep. probably is my second right now. Yeah. But uh, the other thing that I watched, and I forgot about it until just a minute ago, I took my wife when it first came out. We went and saw Beauty and the Beast. 
Oh, yeah. I still haven't seen that yet. You haven't seen it? Nope. What do you think? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Honestly, uh, very enjoyable. They went enjoyable. with the musical format, right? So. Yep, went with the musical format. Very enjoyable, uh, very well, you know, acted from Emma Watson's perspective. Mm-hmm. The Beast looked really good, you know, and all, all the characters, like animated characters, they worked out pretty well with it. Yep. And it was fine. Like, it was it was a good story, good time. It's been a long time since I've seen the, the cartoon. Yeah. Did and they it, alter the story at all? I heard they did a little bit, but man, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Sure. If they did, it was just very minor. Sure. So, That's good. but I want to go back and watch the original cartoon now, just to kind of compare. Sure. But yeah, it, it was great. I mean, my wife was pretty hyped up before we went to Disney World, obviously a couple months ago. Did they and have then, stuff there for it then? Oh yeah, like they had. We went to the Be Our Guest restaurant. Yep. You know, and uh, we went to the Bell's Castle. Bell was around. You know, there were people dressed as Bell. So. Oh yeah. One they of my have Emma was, Watson no, come there no. to one of the parks and just that'd be awesome. That'd be though, a surprise, it? you know uh-huh. what I mean? That'd be cool. Uh, my one of my nieces got the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique thing and got dressed as Belle and nice. got her picture with Belle and everything. Anyway, but yeah, it's uh, it was a good movie. Um, I think if you enjoyed the original, you would like this one. It's good, kind of just an update version. Yeah, it's definitely something that we're gonna go and get out and see for sure. It's one of those things too where you really just hate the villain. I mean, you always have kind of just hated Gaston, but yeah. in this one, you're just kind of like, dude, no. <laughs> no. That's good. That means he's doing his job. Exactly. I mean, it was well acted. I think Luke Evans, I think, plays Gaston. Okay. And uh, he just, it was a perfect acting on his part. Like, I can't stress how much the acting of the people in this movie yeah. was great. And the the uh, Lumiere is voiced by Ewan. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Never would have known until the end. Yep. I saw the credits. I was like, that was Ewan McGregor. Yeah, I know. Dude is fantastic. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I know. <laughs> he can do anything. Give him a... They need to give him a Star Wars standalone movie if with they him don't, in the desert. I will be ridiculously upset. I mean, he's... It's been what? Uh, 2006. He was the best years. part of the prequels. Mm-hmm. Perfect age right now. Just do it's it. so good. Uh-huh. It's, it has to be done. It has to be done. I would rather have that over the Han Solo spinoff. I would too. This, um, by the way, news about this Han Solo spinoff. That's not his real name. Han Solo is not his real name. Oh. Why? See, they're getting into that prequel trap with Jango Fett or Boba Fett again, mm-hmm. right? Where they're trying to flesh out this character that doesn't need fleshed out. He's fine. Just yeah. leave him alone. We mm-hmm. pick him up in the cantina. That's all we need to know. He's I a mean, smuggler. I do agree that Boba Fett needs more screen time. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. That, I, doesn't, he needs more screen oh, yeah. time than what I would he watch, got in the, the prequels. I would watch... Or in the originals. Him being a bounty hunter. Yeah, like absolutely. a bounty hunter movie with Boba Fett, but not maybe, him growing up. Maybe that should be more of the focus of the spinoff, and like it was just it would just be like an inner intertwining story arc with a Han Solo character. You know what I mean? But yeah. the focus is more on Boba Fett. I don't know. I think that Boba Fett would have been a lot better story. I mean, there, there's, there's so many stories that they could tell. Why are they... Why are they acting so close to these original trilogies? Like, Rogue One, fine, whatever. We didn't need that, though. No. Go back to the Old Republic. Go back to... Like, tell me something about Yoda. Give me the old Jedi Order. I think that is going to be part of their... If if I'm making a guess, that is going to be their phase two, right? Because I, I heard that they had, like, the next decade or two decades lined up for Star Wars movies, which is really exciting. However, mm-hmm. I don't want them to beat this into the ground, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to have to jump around the timeline a little bit. I think they're wanting us to kind of reference back to that 
uh, original trilogy while these newer episodic movies come out, and they're doing that by filling in some of these gaps, right? Mm-hmm. Which is is fine. That's great. I I don't mind it at all. After this new trilogy is done, the sequel trilogy, I want them to go back even before Episode One, and I want to do something way earlier than that, just to kind of get some more backstory to before you know all the Jedi and uh, Sith stuff kind of died off, mm-hmm. and then. Later on in their phase three, I would want them to jump forward beyond the sequel trilogy and do another trilogy because I don't want I want I like the unknown. Like where will they take the story? I think that's why this new trilogy is so much more exciting mm-hmm. than the prequel trilogy, even before we saw how not good they were. Yeah. Um, but even like so, uh, an Obi Wan movie with him in the desert would just be so good because that is so full of unknown, right? I know. What like, did he do? Exactly. We don't know. Was he just sitting there with binoculars to look at him and nuke it every day? Yep, he's okay. I mean, the only downside is we know that he's obviously not going to die, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I wouldn't want him to die even if I didn't know that. I wouldn't want Obi-Wan to die. Yeah, so. You can tell a compelling story about a character just to, to, you know, just inform what he's doing. Like, is he meditating? Is he contacting Qui-Gon, Yoda? You know he What's is. happening? You, you know? know he is. He's doing it all. Yeah, how, how does he get through those breakthroughs, you know? Yep. That'd be... the. That'd be cool. And just see, like, a little baby Luke or a young Luke. Yeah, like a toddler or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It's got to happen. It's got to. Well, we're 20 minutes in. Let's talk about Kong. Um, our entertaining thoughts for this week. Kong Skull Island. Now, this is a movie that I really wasn't that hyped about going in. Um, I, I thought it looked cool. I thought the like just the posters alone looked really cool, really mm-hmm. engaging. Uh, I'm a sucker for a good monster movie, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I went into this one. I didn't watch any of the trailers. Wow. Because I'm I'm counting to the point where I'm just avoiding trailers for everything now. And that helps you. Most it does. Of the time, right? Oh, for sure. Except Star Wars stuff, I still have to watch the trailers because yeah, I can't wait. You can't. Um, but I went in cold, went into this, saw the IMAX 3D showing, and uh, it was opening weekend. Saturday, I believe, opening weekend. It was a late show. It was like 10 15. Walked in there, though, but and I was the first one in the theater. This IMAX screen, you know, the, the premiere location to watch this movie. And I was like, oh, not a good sign. But, you know, people started to come in a little bit. I was playing my Switch. People were coming in, and my nephew finally... I went and saw it with my nephew and one of his buddies. They they came in finally. By the time the movie started, there was maybe 20 people there to watch it. And uh, I got to tell you, I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. Uh, the particular theater I saw it at had fantastic audio. Mm. But and that it, helped. Oh, in this movie, it was, it was great. Like... And I talked to the ticket taker, and she's like, yeah, this movie, they actually, they specifically tuned the audio to resonate with the chairs, so it kind of makes them, like, rumble a little bit. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. She's like, yeah, it's pretty intense. One lady said it was too intense. I was like, nah, just just do it. This is why we go to the movies. So <laughs> Have some crunchy candy with you, huh? They didn't recommend any intense oh, candy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went and saw it. Fantastic. Uh, we'll talk about my thoughts here in a second. But the presentation was just so good. The 3D was great. The audio, fantastic. Acting was good. Um, 
And I saw it a second time just recently after Power Rangers because I had to get that taste out of my mouth a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. And uh, I took one of our coworkers to go see it too. And he really liked it. So he compared it to Power Rangers. He thought it was better too. And I was like, okay, we're in the same agreement with this. So I'm not alone. And you saw the reboot of Godzilla as well, right? Yeah. So, and I like that one too. I saw that one in the theater. The I mean, that was kind of like my standard for what I expected out of this movie. Yeah, I thought this was better than that. I, I would absolutely agree. And I, I, I got to say, two viewings, this movie held up. It yeah. was great. I enjoyed it. Because of the way it was filmed, like the cinematography with this, the way that they kind of like use eyes a lot. They go into some close-up on these shots. Yep. I don't know what it was, but I love those it was shots. Brilliant. It I was know. great. Um, kind of, kind of interesting. At the beginning, you have this this thing with the, the two pilots fighting each other. Yeah. And you find out later that's John C. Riley's character and his buddy. Yep. They became buddies, and uh, I mean it's just a re- really good, really good uh, movie. But Alex, tell me, you're you're. What was a stage set like for you going to go see this movie, and how? what was your viewing like? This was the first movie that I saw at our new AMC Ooh. theater here in town. I don't think I had as good of an experience with the sound as you did. I mean, the sound was fine. You know what I mean? It was just standard nothing. Uh-huh. I mean, I think the audio in the movie was good in itself, right? But, I mean, I didn't have special tuned speakers or anything like that. So. <laughs> you need to write, your, yeah. write them and be like, hey, um, listen. I also saw it in a standard uh, showing, not 3D, um, just because it worked better with the time that I had. Was it IMAX 2D? It was IMAX 2D. Oh, yep, oh cool. Yep. Um, and I went with my wife. We both really enjoyed it. I mean, she was not looking forward to it at all. I think we were both pleasantly surprised. And I remember leaving the theater um, just thinking that I wanted to see that movie again. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go on the journey again. That's mm-hmm. that's how well they had presented it to us. And I don't know. I've always been, I always, like you said, I always like monster movies, but I always seem to resonate with the movies where it's like people get stranded on an island. You know what I mean? They just have to make do. Like, yeah. I really enjoyed, like, Anaconda back in the day, um, even Jurassic Park 3, just because they were, you know what I mean? Just because mm-hmm. they were on it. I just like that type of storytelling. But, I mean, the visual effects are what did it for me, too. I mean, they were just... Everybody looked, all the, the the CG looked fantastic, and they weren't afraid to show you Kong in daylight. Yeah, and close up, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was just great. Um, the shots were great, everything was great. I, I liked every single character that was cast in the major roles that they were in. I liked them all. I Even thought, the supporting characters were good. Yeah, I mean, I can name like five or six off the bat. You have Tom Hiddleston's character, Brie Larson's character is she good. Was great. Um, John Goodman, he's really he's really taken a like uh, since Cloverfield. It's like mm-hmm. he's the monsters are real. I promise, guy. Now <laughs> he was great though in this movie. It was he so was good. very good. Um, they even had the up and coming Corey Hawkins. Um, he, he was really good too. He's in that new Twenty Four mm-hmm. uh, TV show. And they had uh, the little known uh, actor Sam Jackson. <laughs> Who? <laughs> what? What? Say what again? And then and then John C. Riley again. Yeah. Uh, he's. It doesn't matter what kind of a movie is. In <laughs> that guy is hilarious every single time. It's just. It's funny. You guys are great guys to die with. Come over together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I'm echoing kind of the same thoughts. You know, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought the presentation was great. The story uh, was on point. Um, and I didn't know, obviously, because I didn't know anything about this movie going in, that there was more monsters than just Kong. Yeah, I mean, you, it, I, I had seen one of the trailers, but I don't remember seeing um, any other monsters besides Kong. So that was that was an added mm-hmm. benefit because I mean, you think about Kong, right? 
yes, he's a he's a monster, quote unquote monster. But I mean, the the story is he is the protector mm-hmm. as well, right? So they did a good job maintaining that story um, without sacrificing something like him being an evil monster, right? No, I same mean, he's... same way they did with Godzilla as well. Yeah, because like some monsters decide to protect or yep. whatever the the inhabitants, yep. but. When I first saw that that big, I want to call it like the Taurus Pokemon. It looked like a Taurus, didn't it? <laughs> um, when I first saw that monster, like poke his head up, I'm like, oh, "There's gonna be other monsters." Mm-hmm. And so then, sure enough, there was the big spider-looking thing, which just oh my creeps gosh. me out, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I loved how it became an island of oversized, weird, prehistoric-looking monsters, mm-hmm. and Kong was the king. Mm-hmm. And the protector of the natural order of things on the island—that's just that's mm-hmm. awesome. Kind of like Godzilla was in in the other movie. He's like the natural order of things for. He's the the if something goes wrong, he comes up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why the the crossover movie is really intriguing. I mean, we obviously we we can go into the, what we saw in the mm-hmm. end credit scene later, but I mean, I, I'm not sure how Kong and Godzilla are going to interact. I don't know how they would be against each other unless it's going to be like a Batman Super Superman awesome thing bros. and they had the same mom right <laughs> I, I just, I just Martha. yeah I just they'll just roar at each other and they just they find out they had the same mother and then everything's good and they're up against like um, you know a common enemy together but I think it's really intriguing so I mean I'm looking forward to any I, what I think legendary pictures is doing mm-hmm. this so I'm looking forward to yeah, at this point, I'll go see a sequel to this or Godzilla, whatever they do next, for sure, just to kind of see. I'm curious to what they would do I think what's that. next slated is Godzilla, the second part of Godzilla. It's like King of the Monsters or something like that. Does this one have uh, Brian Cranston again, maybe, hopefully? Or is he, he's <laughs> oh, dead, isn't probably he? Probably not. He's he gone. <laughs> he was gone within like 30 minutes of the film. It was unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, so that would be the next part, and then they'll do a crossover. I'm anticipating, since this was probably, Skull Island appears to be, uh, pretty well received. It was probably, yeah, I mean, they doubled their budget, over doubled their budget at the box office. So I would imagine with that success that we'd at least get one more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is a weird placement for this movie. It came out in March, but it feels like a summer blockbuster. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it feels like it should have been in summer, right? Yeah, they could have But maybe there's just way too much in summer. There's, there's like Spider-Man and everything else this summer, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I it, it's not the worst marketing strategy in the world for a you know a company that's not Disney mm-hmm. to um, you know kind of take the summer and, and go around some pictures so they don't have to compete. Well, unfortunately, Beauty and the Beast came out like a week later, and that kind of because they were they were strong for the first week maybe two weeks I think they were that. top until Beauty and the Beast came out. And then now nothing's going to touch Beauty and the Beast for a little no, bit because again, like you know, just the fact that it's a Kong movie or it's a monster movie, however you want to classify it. It turns certain people off, right? Like, mm-hmm. a- as a parent, I'm, I wouldn't be like, "Oh yeah, I gotta take my daughter to go see this." You know what right, I mean? No, no. So, I thought it was cool with this movie too. It had that very apocalypse now kind of inspired stuff. Yeah, and it was also a period piece in a way. It was so it was set in like late '60s, right? Or is it early '70s? I can't remember. Yeah, but in that time frame, and. It was just so the music that they put in this movie, like when they were doing those bombing runs and stuff, yep. and then just everything they decided to do later, it worked out really well. Absolutely. I just, it, again, I didn't know what to expect going into this movie. So when I saw that, it was like, oh, then set in you know early early seventies, late sixties. I dug it. I thought it was cool. I agree. 
And then that ties into the World War II, that guy being stranded there, you know, the age and everything would have worked out. Yeah, because, I mean, what, you think about World War II at the beginning when they crashed, it was like, what, 44, 45, and then it would have been 25, I think they said 26 years later. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that would have been in the 70s, and that just... It just worked out real well. And then you got to keep in mind that if they're doing a crossover, Godzilla happened more in, like, present day, right? So mm-hmm. this version of Kong um, is going to be, what, another 30, 40 years older. <laughs> so is it the same Kong? Mm-hmm. Is it? I mean, I, I think they did a decent job in the movie. They addressed the fact that Kong is on the younger side. Yeah. And he's, quote, still growing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, that's that because in his present condition of what we see in the movie, I can't imagine him competing with Godzilla in any format. He's just way too small. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> can't believe I just said that. He's, <laughs> he's too small. But um, I don't know. It'll just be interesting to see what they do. I'm excited for it. They've they've now put Godzilla and Kong on the screen that I've been pleasantly surprised by both. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure that that's just because I had a lower bar set. I think that's just because they were good movies, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I, I I think it'd be cool though if Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston they came back for another movie. It'd have to be old, or another Kong movie. Because yeah. that kind of seemed like the direction that they were going. Because Godzilla was set in modern times. Well, if they did another Kong sequel, right? It could mm-hmm. be like in the later seventies or eighties or something like that. Yeah, if they did another I mean? one where they try to bring him to the uh, Empire State Building, the whole scene. Yeah, where they that. try to capture him mm-hmm. in, in that time period. He gets out. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. That'd be the best. So, the in the end credit scene, you see it, it flashes to, obviously, Godzilla. Yep. You have um, uh, Mothra, I think, was one of them. And then the, three horn, or the three-headed dragon. King Ghidorah. Is that what he was? I think so, yeah. So, those are all ones that were pictured, right? Yep. So... How cool would it be to to see like a huge monster battle movie? That's what's going to be. That's well done. And, and I hope that they. So, from what I understand, I'm not too big into Godzilla, but King Ghidorah is the three headed dragon, and I think he's the one that's like Godzilla's most. It's like the nemesis, right? So, I I would rather see them use this into a bigger monster movie where Kong is involved like in the crossover rather than I don't know show all their cards in the Godzilla sequel that Kong is not involved in does that make sense so at the end of the next Godzilla movie are you wanting Kong to be like I'm putting a team together yeah (laughs) yeah you're part of a bigger world you just don't know. I mean, he did eat Samuel L. Jack, or he just he, he crushed him with his fist, didn't he? Yeah. That's true, yeah. He's, he's gone. That was hilarious, too, by the way. But, and let's talk about Sam Jackson's character. Like, he wasn't really a villain, but he saw his, entire, he saw his entire squad that he went through this whole war with decimated. He was yep. the commanding officer for these guys. They're all dead. Yep. I mean, that breaks a guy. Absolutely. Like, you're, you're commanding with these people. Especially when you consider, like, at the beginning of the movie, these all these were all people ready to go home. Yeah. And it was because of him that wasn't at that point. He didn't know what he was going to do with his life, basically, after the war was mm-hmm. over. He didn't want to go into non-existence or whatever. He wanted another thrill. So he brought these guys, and, and in turn, they all died. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he probably felt responsible. Right, and so he wanted to avenge them. You know, he you're, they won't die in vain. They're going to kill it. Absolutely. And they came close. He would have done it. I mean, if, if they uh, hadn't been stopped by the other folks there. Yeah. So his character, I thought, was really well done. 
like it had dimension to it. It wasn't just like a snivelling Mister Evil. Right. Exactly. You know he. He went there with legitimate purpose to do this mission. His men died. You're 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 responsible for those men. You're going to take action. Yeah. And I thought he was really well portrayed. And like I said, he wasn't a villain. He wasn't a bad guy per se, but he just he kind of lost it, right? Yeah. He kind of had that mental breakdown, which caused him to to be like, well, even though the dude's dead, we we're still getting his weapons. We're taking this thing out. Isn't it fascinating that I mean, you you didn't see any trailers, so you didn't know about any of the other monsters that were coming mm-hmm. up, right? But isn't it fascinating how when you go back and you look at it that they were able to achieve such great entertainment without actually having a villain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like usually Except for need, those uh, lizards. Yeah, I mean until they came along, right? And then everybody had a common enemy kind of, but it's like I don't know. I didn't I didn't really look at this as like Every, like a specific villain, like you were saying, like Kong wasn't a villain. You know, Sam was kind of misguided, but I mean, with the with reason. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just think that's a mark of a, a really good movie. You mm-hmm. can tell a story without having, uh, I don't know, a really bad villain that everybody has to hate in order to be in the movie. Like so. Gaston, Kylo Ren. Kylo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah everybody hates <laughs> Kylo Ren, doesn't he? Um, well, now. What do you think about the? the other monsters that they showed so there was the first one they showed was the big Tauros kind of creature but mm-hmm. he wasn't a monster he was just kind of cool there were a few of those yeah they were more just territorial than mm-hmm. anything it's right like buffalo kind of yeah, except the spiders spiders suck they always are bad yeah so then you get to the, the other big monster that you saw I think the second one we saw was that spider thing yep and that thing dude just like they were walking through the bamboo yeah, and then attack for no reason uh-huh. no reason and then oh, that, that whole scene I right just, through his mouth too uh-huh. terrible um, and that was probably like the most surprising when I saw that. I was like, "Oh man, I was in for this ride at that point." I knew I agree. It. But and then there was the and then you have John the big squid over in the corner and he's like, "Monsters are real." I uh-huh. told you. <laughs> then you have the big squid. Yeah, that was freaky too. Uh, and then Kong just eats him. It was freaky that it, it gave it gave Kong a good run for his money too. Uh-huh. Like he had a good upper hand on him. I mean, obviously sneak he's, attack. Yeah, yeah. And then. What else was there? There were they weren't really like monsters, but they were like the the pterodactyl kind of things, the birds that posed as the tree. They were on a tree. Yeah. And the dude shot them. They just all flew away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? Besides, there was the lizards. Was there any others that I'm missing? That's no. I think I think you got them all. Unless I'm. I mean, you saw it more recently than I did, <laughs> and I only saw one. So. Yeah. But I thought it was really, really cool with all these different monsters, especially when he fights at the end with the, the big monster. And he's injured, obviously. He's, and it feels like if he wouldn't have been injured, he would have taken him down easily. Oh, easily, no so, contest. Yeah, and uh, I was just waiting because I remember uh, Godzilla. At the end of that movie, he's like grabbed it and like did the fire breath yeah. down the middle. I was waiting for it to like rip the thing apart, like in Godzilla. Yeah, but it didn't quite get there. He just and then he took like the. Uh, what's it called? The propeller? Oh yeah, on the ship and just like smacked yeah. it around with it. it was like, that was pretty cool. That that is something that, I mean, like Godzilla is kind of reduced to using his tail, right? Mm-hmm. And Kong is more more Adaptable. of a Homo sapien, right, mm-hmm. than anything else. So he can, he he has he's more resourceful, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Can't breathe fire though, so yeah, they need to work on that, I guess. <laughs> but all in all, fantastic movie. Yeah. Sounded great. Looked great. I would see it in the theater in 3D if you still can. See it in the best yeah. presentation possible. Yep. And uh, this is definitely going to be one that I buy. Yep. This is great. I agree. Great movie. 
I think there's a lot to say about this movie. It was great, though. I, I recommend it. I mean, sometimes it, it it was a very simple movie done incredibly well. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well put. Well, so this has been our March episode. We made it in under the wire. We're recording this on the 30th. Hopefully I get it out tonight, too. <laughs> uh, and for April, uh, I got I to gotta wonder, is there anything that strikes your fancy in April? Well, let's see what what's uh, what's on the menu for April. Do we know? Um, well, I mean, there's always so Ghost in the Shell comes out the 31st of this month, which would we could do that in April. But I, I, mean, I mean, I'm not too big. It, it's about anime, right? Yeah. I don't know too much about that. Although, I mean, you know, the movie itself is kind of an intriguing watch. The Fate of the Furious looks like is that it's in April? April 14th. See, we haven't done any of the other Fast and Furious movies though, so we're not beholden to that. Uh, but all eight of them? Yeah. No, no, no not going to happen. Um, but then there's also um, the Netflix series that we talked about earlier with Iron Fist. Oh, yeah. That, that could be a good possibility. So we could do that in April. Um, but, you know, looking at this list here, there's not much. Slim pickings. So maybe it would be good for April to do the uh, the Netflix series. Because we got uh, Gardens of Galaxy in May. It's got to be the one, man. So we're, we're going to do Iron Fist? Sound good? Yeah, if you want to make that decision now, it's it's all you. We're doing it now. All you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, live decision made. That's how we do it around here. <laughs> uh, so for next month, we'll be discussing Iron Fist, the new Marvel Netflix series. Um, I love. I, I got to say this every time. Every time I'm going to say it, and the viewers are going to hate it. I love the Netflix format. I just I have to say it every episode just in case someone is listening. This could be someone's first time. I know, exactly. I have to say it. This is the way of the future. This is how TV shows have to be released. I don't care that I have to wait another year or so before the next season drops. I want the whole season at one time. I want to binge it. That's it. Well said, sir. Well said. Yeah, and you'll say it again. Yeah, the next time you bring it up. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, next week, well, next next month, our episode will be Marvel's Iron Fist, the Netflix original. This has been Kong. This was a fantastic movie. Good to talk about it. And uh, don't see Power Rangers in theaters. See Beauty and the Beast in theaters. That's fine. But other than that, you should be good for this month. That about does it. Does it? Does it? Does it? Does it? Where can people find you, Alex? <laughs> Uh, I'm on Xbox Live, uh, Gamertag, D-O-U-E-1-H-1. That's you're, also my Twitter handle. You're about to play uh, uh, Coach Mo. I am. I have another matchup with Coach Mo. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. And I'll get the loss. Hmm. Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see, yeah. We'll see. I think he's just disheartened by the Bears cutting Cutler. Yeah, I did like Jay, but it was time to move on. Yeah, no one to cut loose. It's like a bad relationship. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hear you. But, I don't know. We'll see. Another season, everybody starts out at 0-0, so. There you go. And for me, you can find me on Twitter at VoicedByNathan on Xbox and different various game places, Spider Jedi. And you can find the show at Entertaining Pod. We'd like to hear what you think. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or if you disagree with Alex on Netflix being the best format, let us know. Don't be that guy. Come on. 
Um, but you can also send us an email, connect at that'sentertaining.net. And you can also visit that'sentertaining.net for stuff. You can, you can go there, you can see our archives. <laughs> can we get some more details and stuff? <laughs> see previous episodes, um, images, carefully selected. <laughs> You can also get access to the uh, lit day off. Oh my do. gosh, <laughs> it's been straight. Um, <laughs> you can get uh, you can get access to the the, the uh, League of Entertaining Gentlemen, the comics podcast as well. So that'll be all found at that'sentertaining.net. Go check it out. Let me know what you think of the website. I don't know what to do with it. If you're a better webmaster than me, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom. There you just, go. Just give me some options. Anyway. As long as the logo doesn't change, I'm really fond of the logo. <laughs> you know, I had somebody ask me on Twitter. I was like, hey, how can I buy uh, That's Entertaining inter- merchandise? I'm like, why would you want to buy That's Entertaining merchandise? <laughs> why wouldn't you? <laughs> Come on. It's a hand-drawn bucket of popcorn. It's a fantastic... I, w- I, would, I would draw it on a mouse pad and send it to him yes. and sign it. <laughs> I have some ideas for you. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have any ideas on... If you want merchandise, let us know on, on Twitter. Hit me up. That'll do it. March in the books. Thank you for listening. Alex, thank you for joining me. And we hope that you have been entertained. Entertained.